I'm Kelsey Ryder. I'm Natalia Raymond. And this is Angelinos in Training, a podcast for people curious about Los Angeles by people who live in Los Angeles. So whether you're moving here, new to the area, or just want to better understand LA, we're here to help you navigate the city of angels. Hello and welcome back to Angelinos in Training. This is our special episode for the holidays. It's 2020. (laughs) It's not a typical holiday season. (laughs) It's not, but we're having a holiday special anyway. Yep, let's hope it's more entertaining than the Star Wars one. (laughs) The Lego Star Wars Wars one is fun if you see that on Disney Plus. But yeah, definitely. I haven't seen that one. You should check it out. It's cute. Okay. I want to. But LA. Yes, there are many great holiday traditions in LA, but this year is a little different because of the pandemic. So we decided Mm -hmm. that we'd like to share with you a few uh, cool things to do around Los Angeles to celebrate the holidays that are still socially distant. Yes, safe and socially distant. We want everyone to be healthy, but also have fun and celebrate the good things that are still going on for the rest of this 2020 nightmare. So, yes, yeah. it's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year. Of course, uh, compared <laughs> to the rest of the year, I guess there's not a lot of competition considering this is 2020. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah, they don't, there's not a lot. I mean, you want to say it can't get worse, but you also don't want to challenge it. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't think we want to tempt fate that way. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of, we, we just want to talk about what's going on currently in Los Angeles. So for the rest of the country or the world that doesn't know, uh, our governor divided California into five regions. So the Southern California region that Los Angeles is a part of um, is from San Luis Obispo County all the way down to San Diego County. So it's a huge area The the new parameters were as soon as one of the five regions of Los Angeles falls below 15 percent availability in the ICU, people like they, they have to lock down even more strict. So we are currently in that strict lockdown. So restaurants aren't open for eat-in dining, not even like outside dining, but takeout is open. All essential businesses are open as far as grocery stores. So you can still get your groceries delivered and, you know, just props to everyone out there doing this in this really intense time. We're so excited we can still get our Christmas dinner and we just hope everyone's staying safe and healthy and making wise choices this holiday season. Of course. We want to encourage everyone to uh, make sure that you consider uh, how your actions affect other people, how your actions are going to affect the outcome of this pandemic. And we want to say thank you, of course, also to all the essential workers, all the healthcare workers, everyone who's helping to keep our community up and running during this difficult time. And of course, because we want to encourage everyone to wear masks, be safe, uh, we have some of our recommendations and things to do for the holidays this year. We do want to give a quick, yes, yay. We do want to give one quick disclaimer. Everything we will be sharing today uh, is subject to change based on the pandemic and the restrictions by L.A. City and County and the state of California. Uh, We're recording this on Monday, December 7th, and Mm -hmm. so far all of these things we're sharing are open, but please, please do be sure to check uh, times, openings, websites, all those kinds of things before you go to any of these um, events and activities. 
Absolutely. And also check for refund status if you're able to get a refund if it needs to be canceled. Because, And I will mention the ones that I've seen specifically where they do not offer refunds. So you have a heads up and a warning. But yeah, it's good to just be smart, check ahead, check the websites, see what's going on. Yes, yes. Good, good motto. Just like the Boy Scouts say, be prepared. <laughs> be prepared. I prefer Scar's version, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> of course. Disney girl. So... My first recommendation, and this is a great uh, favorite of mine, a favorite of my household, is a great place to get a Christmas tree in the greater Los Angeles area. A place I go to every year is called Christmas Ranch Tree Farms. They have a location in Simi Valley and in Thousand Oaks. I actually went to the Thousand Oaks location yesterday myself to get my Christmas tree. And at this Christmas tree farm, you can... uh, Buy a pre-cut Christmas tree, one that's already cut down that uh, they can just package up for you. They can net it and tie it to your car and you can take it home and be in and out in five minutes. Or you can cut down your own tree, which is what I do every year. And so um, yesterday I actually got down on the ground and I sawed the tree off (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I managed to saw the entire tree by myself yesterday, which I'm very proud of. Yeah, no kidding. I love the she she sent me a picture of her uh, cutting down the tree and she's wearing a plaid shirt and has got her tail, her hair in a ponytail. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you're just a lumberjack girl. You fit right into the Northwest. You got this down. <laughs> I guess I guess maybe maybe at least my my attire would add the, the gloves and everything. But, um, yeah. you know, it's not for everybody. I enjoyed doing it. Um I I go every year. I enjoy that practice. I like getting to choose my own tree that way. And of course, you know, you make a whole day of it. You get to take it home. Um, They are also offering online purchase this year and local delivery. So if you um, maybe don't want to be around anybody, um, maybe you just want to completely stay at home, maybe you're immunocompromised, if you do live close to the area, they are offering local delivery. I do want to. That's great to know. Yeah, yeah. It's really great to know. Um, Of course, I live in the Hollywood area, which is a bit far from Thousand Oaks, so they would not be able to deliver all the way to me. But if anyone lives in that direction, uh, you can get your Christmas tree delivered. I do want to warn about one thing. So yesterday, um, when we were taking our Christmas tree home, we had tied it to the top of our car. It fell off when we were on the freeway. (gasps) Oh, no, it did. It did. We were very lucky. We were able to pull over and it was still tied to the car somewhat. It was behind the car. It was dragging. We managed to save the tree. We decided not to risk tying it back to the top. We put it inside the car, (laughs) which was quite an experience. I had to pull. Which you have a sedan, right? We were in Nate's like, car, but it's it's a sedan. It's yeah, a, it's tiny. It's a sedan. So um, oh, in order to fit the tree in, I had to pull my seat all the way to the very front like my head was touching the sun visor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was quite an experience. <laughs> so everyone, if you do uh, pick up a Christmas tree anywhere you go, anywhere, yeah. be very careful about the way you get it home because yeah. it, was, it, was, it was an experience. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, you didn't tell me that part. I didn't. Um, I was saving it for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) How tall um, of a tree did you pick out? We were in the category under eight foot. 
Under eight foot. Okay, but mm-hmm. it's like taller than you or Nate. Yeah, yeah. It was okay, probably yeah, about so seven feet tall. Okay, yeah, that's a substantially tall tree, especially. Uh-huh. I mean, whenever I've done the you cut Christmas tree, um, like they're all over the place in the Northwest because basically the Northwest is just one giant like Christmas tree farm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, obviously it's not. Don't go just cutting down trees, whatever. Make sure you're going yeah. to a legitimate place. But um I didn't even really know if these experiences existed in Los Angeles. In my brain, I just kind of assumed that it didn't because I'm like, it just could never be as good. It won't be cold. And it's mm-hmm. it's been chilly. Like, it's chilly for us, you yeah. know? Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm currently wrapped in a blanket right now. I think it's about 70 Ooh. degrees outside. So I guess I'm a wimp. <laughs> yes, but the humidity is super, super low. That's a big mm-hmm. thing that I've figured out is with humidity being so high in the Northwest. I've been like in the northwest at 40 degrees and been like kind of chilly and then i flew home that day to la and it was like 68 and i was like why am i colder here and it's it's all about the humidity guys um well i'm glad that you guys were able to safely get your tree back Mm -hmm. on your car and then it didn't hit anybody else either oh yeah we we were very lucky it was all safe and um now the tree looks awesome in our living room if i do say so myself not too much road rash. That's good. No, no, it did. It did just fine. All right. So, Kelsey, I know you love yes. uh, looking at Christmas lights. So tell us about I your do. favorite place to see Christmas lights in Los Angeles. So much. So, you know, this actually it connects to uh, Christmas, but even like Halloween, this mm. house specifically is in Toluca Lake. And I first discovered it actually just driving through the neighborhoods, doing running some errands and um I noticed last month that they, or two months ago, they had all of these like blow mold pumpkins all over their house, which if you're familiar with those, it's the like kind of the classic 1960s, 70s, like plastic outdoor decoration. You usually see them for Christmas. You almost always see it as like a nativity scene somewhere. Um, but they, yeah, the their whole place was just covered with like, it's got to be like a hundred or more. But this place is called Lily Hall Toluca Lake. They're on the corner of Mariota and Moore Park. So um, after Halloween, I noticed immediately, like, I don't know how many levels, I think at least like eight levels of toy soldier blow molds went up 25 feet in the air and they stacked to make a giant Christmas tree in front of this adorable like 1927 revival Tudor style house. And so I saw that going up. And then as I drove further by, there were over 30, probably like three foot tall each, like choir singers so they've made a full choir in their yard and they have this corner lot so you can go on either side it's so fun in fact like i i found their instagram and i started following them on instagram which is lily hall toluca lake and that's l-i-l-l-e-y because it's named after uh Joseph J. Lilly, who did music direction and vocal arrangements and music um, composing in like the early golden era of Hollywood. In fact, he even did the music direction and vocal arrangement of White Christmas, which is a fun little tidbit. It was his house for a long time. And so the people who have purchased it, I guess it's been made a historic site and that's just the name of their house. Like how cool and regal and old fashioned is it that like, yes, I live in Lily Hall. Like it sounds so (laughs) Downton Abbey, you know, but like in Southern California. (laughs) I know. So 
Morgan Fairchild is a huge fan of their house and their lights at Halloween and at Christmas time that they 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 noticed her on Instagram like making comments like I love your place. They reached out to Morgan Fairchild and she actually went and did the official lighting of Lily Hall on Thanksgiving evening and I just that's what's so deliciously unique about Los Angeles is those kind of interactions or experiences you're not going to necessarily see anywhere else in the world. And um, yeah, just that entire Toluca Lake neighborhood. So yes, again, it's on the corner of Mariota and Moore Park. Um, I, I bet that the people who had a bunch of things up for Halloween will have a bunch of things up for Christmas too. It's just a super cute neighborhood feels feels nostalgic even though I didn't grow up here it just makes me feel warm and cozy Mm -hmm. I love Toluca Lake that actually was uh, one of the neighborhoods I considered moving to when I first moved to Los Angeles and and it's where a lot of celebrities live it's true I know for a fact that Jay Leno lives there he goes to like the drive-ins at the Bob's Bob's big big boy boy. (laughs) yeah the hamburger like Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen the hamburger guy holding up a hamburger like all over the place that's where it comes from is Toluca Lake so yeah that's a great cute little neighborhood just to explore anyhow any time of the year. Um, But you have um, some more Christmas light decoration recommendations. Yes. So um, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I used to live in the South Bay area of Los Angeles. That's uh, the beach towns area that's south of Santa Monica and Venice. And there's a really adorable neighborhood there that has the nickname Sleepy Hollow. No headless horsemen over there. That does a Christmas lights display every year throughout the entire neighborhood. It's really beautiful. It's considered one of the largest in the country. In fact, um, last year, they reported that over a thousand cars went through during peak periods every hour. Wow. It is hot stuff. Most years, they have um, hot chocolate stands, refreshments, things like that. It feels more like a fair. But this year, Aww. they're doing the best they can to make it entirely drive through. And yeah. um, unfortunately... Uh, This year might not be the same experience that it normally is because um, some of the neighbors have reported that they might not decorate just because they, you know, don't want to attract a lot of people walking through the neighborhood when we're supposed to be socially distancing. But makes complete um, sense. But it still should have a lot of really nice um, decorations and still be a nice spot to drive through. I don't really recommend uh, going there unless you live in the South Bay area because it is quite far uh, from the freeway. So you're going to be driving about 20 minutes after you get off the freeway to get to the Sleepy Hollow neighborhood. But if you are in the area or if you're willing to drive there, it's very worth it. It's really neat. I actually um, went there a couple of years ago the night before one of my best friends got married. That was like our Aww. activity for the night before. She Aww. had a December wedding. I say that's so wholesome and adorable. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, some people, you know, go go out and get drunk the night before a wedding. We went to Christmas <laughs> lights. <laughs> oh, I would rather do that anyway. And speaking of uh, drive-through attractions, we're going to share a couple of drive-through attractions special events that are going to be going on in Los Angeles. Yeah. So if you've been living under a rock and absolutely have no uh, no knowledge of sports or sports teams, uh, 
I'd like to inform you that the Dodgers won the World Series this year in 2020. Go Dodgers! So I, I'm a Mariner fan, but ain't nothing happening there. But I, I live in a Bay Area sports household. <laughs> I know you do, yeah. So you're like direct competition. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am a adopted Dodgers fan because LA is my new hometown and I'm so excited for them. So if you are a Dodgers fan or if you know some Dodgers fans, they're having a uh, drive through Christmas lights interactive kind of display. And by interactive, I mean like you're not interacting with anybody, but there are live actors along the way um, waving and, you know, cheering for the Dodgers. And um, it's about like $55 or up to $115 per car. And that's all depending on the time of day that you go, like the earlier in the day and on a weekday is when you can kind of get that $55 sweet spot. Um, But then like on the weekend later in the evening, it's going to be up more in the $150 range. Um, So uh, you have to sign a liability waiver before you can even purchase tickets saying that they're not responsible if you happen to catch COVID (laughs) when you're there. A lot of these places are actually going to have those, Mm -hmm. um, which I think is smart. I understand they're protecting themselves legally, but it's also like we're taking this seriously. You need to follow the rules, which totally makes sense to me. You know, it's a pandemic. So um, I, I looked at some video that people had posted of going through there. It's definitely super Dodger fan heavy stuff. There are some like Hanukkah decorations too. I remember seeing a dreidel, but it's mostly Christmas themed. Mm-hmm. And um, there's even an actor who's in the sparkly um, Dodgers uniform oh. that Elton John wears <laughs> oh, <I love laughs> when he it. did his performance. It was so fun. But the thing that was really interesting to me is they had him... Uh, waving and like being sparkly and being Elton John. But then later on, it looked like in the video, there was also a mannequin that was being propelled up like he's floating away from his piano, also in the sparkly uniform, I think in honor of Rocketman, the movie that came out because that happens in the film. Um, So, you know, to each their own. I love Elton John and I'm a fan of the Dodgers. I think it's fun. And then, you know, Santa's there and he waves and says, go Dodgers. So it's just a really fun family activity. It all takes place in one of the parking lots of Dodger Stadium. And because it is a drive through event, um, you do have to purchase tickets ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And you do need to um, be prepared to be waiting in line before you even get to the lights for at least like 45 minutes, just because everybody's driving through, you know, mm-hmm. kind of slowly and wants the full experience for everyone. But if you're a Dodgers fan and a holiday Christmas fan and even an Elton John fan, there's something for you. That's really <laughs> neat. I didn't know that they were doing the Elton John stuff over there yeah i didn't either but i think that's fantastic i always loved it i really want a sparkly dodgers uniform just like him now (laughs) that's awesome it it sounds like a really neat event there's um another event going on um that's kind of similar it's uh, another immersive drive-through event that i i just think it sounds so so neat so family friendly less of a sports focus but this one is called the elf on the shelf's magical holiday journey at the Fairplex in Pomona. Oh. Long name. <laughs> this <laughs> event is actually at the fairgrounds, the Los Angeles County Fairgrounds. I enjoy going to the fair, but I think it's nice that they're doing something this year that people can enjoy for the holidays that's drive through. And like yeah, the totally. like the Dodgers event, this one is also an immersive experience. This one's very focused on families, all ages, children and adults. This one also has live actors, 
And they have quite a few acrobats in the show as well, Ooh. doing some uh, really interesting feats. And one thing I've found quite interesting when I've been watching the videos of the show is mm -hmm. um, a lot of the performers are actually wearing masks. They're wearing masks oh, as part of their great. costumes, which I think is just really neat to see. So there's like Santa in a mask, acrobats in a mask, elves in a mask, that kind of thing, which I think is just kind of neat to see. So that's a good example. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, this is actually an original story. It's a narrative show. Oh. It's like a drive-through oh. show. The entire thing is following one story. And the story is actually by Chandra Bell, who's the creator of Elf on the Shelf. Oh, so, that's good. So I'm it's glad. not like some little cheap, oh, we're going to put together a silly story just to make some money. It's actually the creator of Elf on the Shelf wrote this uh, story of the show. The tickets start at $24.95 a person. So it's a little bit steep. However, mm. oh my goodness, the quality of the production is top notch. They got some really amazing people. The scenic design is by this guy named David Corins, who is the, de mm -hmm. the designer for Hamilton, Dear Evan oh. Hansen, and the 2019 Oscars. How oh insane gosh. is that? <laughs> How insane. I was amazed wow. when I heard about that. The music yeah. is by this guy, Curtis Moore, who did music uh -huh. for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, sure. Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> this is top notch. This is this yeah. is like Broadway quality with a lot of this. And um, the guy who did the lighting design, he's done a ton of Broadway. His name's David Weiner. But he also does the uh, lighting design for Outside Lands, the music festival. Oh wow! So if wow. you uh, if you are missing music festivals, there's definitely a little bit of a music festival feel from the videos that I've gotten to see of people driving through this. Like this is this is not a cheap little Christmas lights experience. This is the real deal, and the whole show is about an hour. So it's a it's a long, wow. good sized show, and the yeah. way that they're doing the narration is actually really neat. Uh, you're doing all of it off of your smartphone. Mm -hmm. So just one person in the car has to have the smartphone, and they have two versions. You can listen to it in English or in Spanish. Oh, that's great. Which is really, oh. really neat. And they're also yeah. trying to do um, kind of a donations aspect to the event, too. Mm -hmm. They're taking toy donations the entire time for Toys for Tots and Children's Hospital Los Angeles. So they're trying to have kind of a give back to the community aspect of it, too. One big warning they have on their website is there are a lot of moments of flashing and strobing lights. Okay. So, um, yeah. you know, that might discount some people from the event. That's a big, big thing mm -hmm. to consider if anyone yeah. is sensitive to those sorts of things. One mm -hmm. thing they also have that's really neat, though, they have food there. Ooh, really? There, um, there's some light pre-sealed refreshments that can be purchased at the event and brought to your car. That's great. Yeah. That's so nice. And nobody even has to like leave their car and potentially, you know, mm -hmm. have an issue. So that's great. Yeah. I, in my opinion, from everything that I've been reading about this, this really sounds like the coolest family event that's going on. It in really LA does. For the holidays. I mean, just talking about all the creatives that are involved with it. I mean, mm -hmm. this is the kind of thing that when LA is put in a corner, <laughs> people are just like, all right, well, I can do this thing. Well, I mm -hmm. can do this thing. And I like music festivals, so I can like this outside. You know, I think that's just so awesome to see mm -hmm. 
people come together to create something just just specifically to give others joy during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's and so and fun. a lot of the performers, I'm sure, are that quality too. And it, oh, what's yeah. what's just so neat is you know, so so much of the performing arts community is out of work right now. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is one of our few chances to support the performing artists community. This is like one of the few live shows going on in Los Angeles. So if you're Absolutely. really, really missing live performance and live theater, it's a it's a great spot to go um, experience some of that. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're missing theaters and missing movie theaters... I definitely have um, some recommendations for some really cool film screenings that'll be happening um, throughout the holiday season. So there's a couple places. I know there's some drive-in theaters. Uh, Some things have changed. I did have to take one off of the list because they canceled due due to the new uh, restrictions. Mm -hmm. But the ones that, as of today's recording, (laughs) are still going on... um, there's one drive-in theater at the Hollywood Roosevelt that's taking place in their valet parking lot. Oh. And so they're going to be showing um, a bunch of like holiday classic movies. From what I saw, they mostly looked like holiday Christmas movies, mm-hmm. um, like Elf and Home Alone. And um, of course, It's a Wonderful Life as well. And it's about $45 to $75 per car. And the price difference is basically how close you are to the screen. And I, all of these places, I should say at the top, have restrictions as far as how tall your car can be. So like if you're coming in an SUV or a van or anything that's like taller than a average sedan, you're going to have to park in the back and be farther away from the screen so that everybody can see. Um, but yeah, that's a really good option to have, which is kind of fun because it's the Hollywood Roosevelt in Glendale in a old Sears parking lot. <laughs> there is a makeshift uh, drive-in theater um, called the Electric Dusk Drive-In, which just sounds so romantic and mm-hmm. nostalgic to me. They charge about $23 to $28 um, a car, but then there's an additional $8 per person in the car. So the driver doesn't have to pay, but anybody else, you'll have to pay an additional $8 on top of that. And they do offer a refund up to a day in advance. So in case your plans change or, you know, depending on what's going on in our numbers pandemic wise, and you just decide maybe it's not a good idea to go out, you know, you can get a refund up to a day in advance. So that's another good option for the drive-in theater experiences. And I know Natalia has some recommendations for um, a Hanukkah event. Yes. So here in Los Angeles, we have a very large Jewish population. And actually, uh, one place that has a huge Jewish heritage that's also one of the most beautiful places in Los Angeles is the Skirball Center. They're an educational center that's devoted to Jewish heritage. They have this beautiful campus with a museum, performance venues, libraries, classrooms, gardens. They do tons of events there every year until the pandemic, of course. There's also lots of filming that goes on there. So the Skirball Center is going to be doing some virtual events for Hanukkah this year. And they're also going to be doing a a fun latkes and treats to go event as well. It's going to be Ooh. in-person pickup of pre-made latkes, fixings, and desserts. That's going to be going on this weekend. Uh, Hanukkah, as many of you may know, is starting this week. 
And so um, they have some fun virtual events going on this weekend. On Sunday, December 13th, they're actually doing a virtual cooking class. It's called The Wide World of Hanukkah Treats. It's $15 for non-members and $10 for members. And everyone's going to be cooking cheese pancakes. I assume they probably have to send you the ingredients in advance or uh, an ingredients (laughs) list so you can buy everything. But that can be kind of neat. And then on Sunday, December 13th, they're actually doing a free Hanukkah event. They're going to be doing a Hanukkah celebration on YouTube. And it's going to have music, puppetry, and other performances for Hanukkah. So they they don't get to do any of their uh, regular concerts and performances this year. So they decided to do them for free on YouTube. I think that's wonderful. It's nice how everybody's kind of pivoting and figuring out ways to still make it accessible to people who want to celebrate. Yeah, of course. Um, I know at least for myself with performing uh, on Zoom and things like that. It's really hard to know where to look. Like, where's your eyeline? <laughs> so I'm exactly. I I hope that all of them, uh, you know, worked it out before because <laughs> I know at least for I'm me, sure it's, it's hard to figure right. out. It can be challenging for sure. Well, we've been zooming this entire podcast, so it's mm-hmm. definitely been a fun challenge for us as well. But on uh, more virtual celebration side, um, there's going to be a, a virtual event for Kwanzaa being hosted by the Lemmert Park Village uh Um, with the Fowler Museum at UCLA. So they usually uh, host things in person at the museum. But again, because of the pandemic, they're going to be doing this event virtually. And it's for free. You just have to register on their website. It'll be on Thursday, December 17th, between uh, 5 and 6 p.m. To just give a little bit of history about Kwanzaa, this is something that I actually learned while researching it for this episode, that it was created by uh, Dr. Karinga, in 1966 to help bring together the African-American community after the Watts Rebellion. So they were looking for a way to um, unite everybody and have a celebration of their culture. So the program honors the the history of Kwanzaa and the seven principles rooted in uh, traditional African harvest celebrations. And in this program put on by... Um, the Fowler Museum, they will feature cultural figures from the Lemmer Park Village community. And um, at the end of the program, they'll have a dance class for participants to learn how to embody the principles of Kwanzaa through dance, which I think is so delightful. It sounds like a lot of fun. There's a really neat pop-up going on this year called the Los Angeles Christmas Market. And the spot that it's in is <laughs> just has kind of a funny history. It's this yeah. area that's been a bunch of pop-up museums. And most recently, it was a Britney Spears pop-up museum. So <laughs> it's just one of those spaces that becomes like all these different pop-up Instagram museums. But right now, it's a Christmas market. And so it's supposed to have kind of the feel of like a traditional Christmas market. But the big, big draw there is they have a spot for pictures with Santa, pictures for no contact, (laughs) no contact (laughs) pictures with Santa. So they have this they have this sleigh 
And uh-huh. you get into the sleigh, like the mom might get in holding the baby or sure. whatever. And Santa's there and they take a picture and it looks like you're sitting with Santa, but there's a big oh. plexiglass barrier. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's kind, kind of, of like a force perspective. Of, I, I don't like, know if like it's right necessary. I don't know if it's necessarily a force perspective, but in the pictures that I saw, like you couldn't really tell that well that there was a barrier. <laughs> but they're doing like <laughs> studio quality portraits with Santa. So if you like really desperately want to get your kid a picture with Santa, it could be a place mm-hmm. to go. Do people take off their masks when they take the picture? I I think people are. But okay. I know uh, in the event you are required to wear a mask. I don't know if it's okay. a, a different policy, you know, like in just in Santa's area. But um, yeah. the pop-up is actually uh, right across the street from the Grove and the Farmer's Market. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. So right there by 3rd yeah. and Fairfax. And they're supposed to have some uh, really neat holiday shopping there, too. And it is indoors. So they are okay, yeah. um, they are at very, very low capacity, too. However, I was ask about that. That means you probably don't have to wait very long for the picture with Santa, I would imagine. That's if it's true. low capacity. Because I don't know about you, but I worked at the Grove a couple of years ago, and those lines mm-hmm. for Santa were like hours. Oh, man. Ugh. Lines, I don't, it's so interesting to think about, like, one of the weird benefits of the pandemic is being like, oh, yeah, I haven't stood in a line and I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've forgotten how to queue. How to queue. <laughs> I feel like it's being reflected in some of the people's driving. I feel like a lot of yeah. people get out on the road and they're like, I'm not driving every single day. No rules apply anymore. I don't even remember how to do oh, this. <laughs> or or we're just bad drivers in the first place. And now, like, I mean, we're hopeless. That's where I am. <laughs> A little column A, little column B, you know, that's mm-hmm. Los Angeles traffic for you. We couldn't have an episode without bringing up traffic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you take the 101 to Mulholland Drive <laughs> and then you drive over the hill and yeah. When you see the Zanku chicken, turn right. When you see that's the Zanku favorite. chicken on the left, turn right. Then you're turn a murder, right. don't right. <laughs> Oh, so. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun. I mean, I'm during a average Christmas holiday season time. I am all about like holiday markets, all about craft markets in Los Angeles. Usually there there would be something at a adorable place called um, Geeky Tees, which has board games and they have event space attached to it in Burbank. And they would have like geeky Christmas craft markets. So you could just go and see like, so those, those, all of those creators are still out there. Like if you look up geeky teas, I know that they've been linking um, to some of those creators. If you want some, you know, uh, handmade, like non-licensed Disney crafts or some kind of Harry Potter inspired crafts and things, they have a lot of really fun, cute creators out there, which I know definitely need your support at this time. So speaking of places that uh, need some extra help this holiday season, um, I got a special issue from Los Angeles Magazine that was just called The Give Issue. So it had a bunch of uh, sources to uh, volunteer your time or your money for some needy causes this season. And one that I really liked uh, was called The Dream Builders Project. And they support a bunch of different social programs as far as like getting resources for pe- for victims of human trafficking to access to education for children. But how they started and one of the staples of their program is um, by making 
care packages of food, water, hygiene products, first aid, and clothing for the homeless. So they started with a group of people that saw the homeless patrons in need on Skid Row putting together these care packages. So they always do need people to help donate money to put together the care packages, people that can help distribute them. But they're definitely a really great program to check out and, um, you know, give give your time or your money to. Another one um, is called Black Women for Wellness. So it started connecting with connecting mentors to pregnant women who needed extra help going through their pregnancy. But now they provide educational programs all the way from like in just regular nutrition to diabetes prevention, sex education, and then specifically something called environmental justice, which was really interesting for me to do a little extra research on it because I wasn't totally sure what they meant by that. And um, a lot of uh, Black women work in beauty shops and uh, work as estheticians or hairstylists, and they work with a lot of chemicals. And a lot of those women are more like, like there's a higher proportion of them who are going to be harmed by the chemicals. Like they've developed cancer, they've de- developed issues like within like their um, like fibroids in their uterus and they can be traced back. So they actually represent and help these women get justice for like chemicals that they had to work with because they didn't have access to you know, supposedly more green um, uh, options in beauty salons. And I know that's huge within the company, especially like in South Central LA. They mentioned how they do a lot of work there to make sure that women are educated on what the, you know, safety precautions to Mm -hmm. help them stay healthy. So it's a really worthy, awesome organization. Do they do do any um, lobbying for safer workplaces? I imagine that that's somewhere in there, but I don't know specifically. I don't know that I read that specifically, mm-hmm. but I know that their um, their specific uh, um, their specific agenda is to make sure that Black women are being taken care of in mm-hmm. all of these unique aspects that don't necessarily um, affect other populations at the same level so i know that that's where they are but i wouldn't be surprised if that's you know in part of their programs as well Mm -hmm. um so if you don't know what organization to pick but you've been lucky enough to have some extra money or if you have extra time you know during this pandemic uh la works is an organization to just help you find a cause in LA that you can dedicate your time or money to. And it can be anything that you're particularly passionate about. If you're passionate about the arts, then there's a bunch of arts programs that help support people. Then there, there's also environmental programs as far as like just protecting LA's environment or planting trees in the area. I know Tree People is one of them that um, specifically is intent on making sure that more trees are planted in the Los Angeles area to improve the environment. Um, But they have like just a whole grid of charities and organizations that you can pick your passion and go forward and do good through them, which it's really nice because Los Angeles is such a huge metropolis and it's spread so far and has so many different populations and needs that this way you can just you can feel good about helping uh, someone else less fortunate or a program or whatever, you know, or a puppy dog, you know, there's like so many different places that you can give. But LA Works will direct you direct you to the right place 
for you. And I love for that because I know yeah. I know in the past when I've wanted to donate money, I've had a hard time trying to find uh, which causes you know were legitimate, which actually stood for the things that I wanted. And uh, that sounds like it'll be really, really helpful. Yeah, right. It's it's so nice to have someone else that has done all of that emotional labor. And then that's what they do to make sure that people know where to direct um, their time and effort and money. Because let's be honest, we're all really low on a lot of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> At the end of 2020, any extra help we can get, particularly to help other people without yeah. having to do too much work yourself. I mean, that's a an awesome resource. Oh, yeah. That sounds great. And and I'm so glad that um that the magazine is um ended up deciding to do a giving issue and inspire yeah. more people around Los Angeles to um donate whatever they have uh to help out other people cuz it's been a hard year. It's been a it's been hard a really year hard for year. everyone and some of us, I know for myself, I I might consider this to be a hard year, but in many ways I've been very very lucky. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I mean, like, there's it's definitely been a struggle. We're all going through a trauma of trying to work through a pandemic. Like, there's no way around that. But, um, you know, there's so many things to be thankful for and grateful for um, at this time. So it's yeah, it was a surprise for me. I, I subscribe to Los Angeles magazine and um, I always really appreciate the stories they have because mm -hmm. they definitely delve into all different places in different uh, parts of Los Angeles. Um, but I appreciate that they can recognize that Los Angeles and Angelinos specifically give and also need different things. Like the cover of the magazine, I didn't cover this, but the cover of the magazine of the, the give issue was about a man who runs the Laugh Factory, who originally started um, feeding... Uh, like single broke comedians like every Thanksgiving and Christmas at the Laugh Factory. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. And he's opened it up to like anybody who's needy, but specifically, you know, it's such a weird, unique niche thing that unless you're within that community or that population, you wouldn't think like, oh yeah, of course a lot of comedians are broke mm -hmm. and aren't going to have Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner with their family or Hanukkah mm -hmm. or whatever it is. So it's kind of cool to see um, just how Angelinos find a way to support each other, particularly during this time. And yeah. it's really encouraging. You know, last year I was giving my tour on Thanksgiving and I remember actually going by the Laugh Factory and seeing oh, yeah? the event. Yeah, I'm, yeah, ju I'm just so remembering cool. it right now. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. That's that's so great that they're able to do those kinds of things. Bigger comedians that who started the Laugh Factory will come back and serve food for people mm -hmm. who need it. Like, they'll be part of it and be like, dude, I get it. Like, here's some turkey. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so there are good things going on in Los Angeles no matter how – Weird. I mean, I have I don't know about you, but I have relatives checking in with me all the time or friends from like across the country being like, are you guys OK? I heard you're on lockdown again. And really not a whole lot has changed for me personally yeah. with my autoimmune issues and other health problems. I've basically just been an indoor cat since March. Mm -hmm. Like I've very rarely gone out. And if I have, it's usually for medical things i've social distance met up with people like twice and it, i'm not even doing that right now specifically mm -hmm. so 
we just can only do what we can do. And thankfully, I've been in a place where I'm lucky enough to be able to afford to have my, my groceries delivered and don't have to fend for myself and have really kind, caring friends who will pick up groceries for us while they're out and doing their own shopping. So yeah, it's nice. It's nice to know that even in the worst of times, it can be the best of times as far as like recognizing your your friendships and connections in such a huge city. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And that is it for our holiday special episode. We want to thank all of our listeners for listening to us, for checking out this episode, for checking out our previous episodes. It's been amazing uh, getting to see the downloads as we're starting this podcast and, you know, starting to get it going, trying to build what we can. We appreciate every single listen. We appreciate every single recommendation you make to your friends. It's super exciting and we're really encouraged by everyone who has been enjoying it so far. So thank you. Thank you. We're thankful for you. <laughs> yes, we're thankful for you. And and we wish everybody a happy holidays, whether you're in Los Angeles or whether you're considering moving to Los Angeles or whether you're just a supportive listener from outside of the LA area <laughs> with no intention to listen to move. Uh, here to Los Angeles. Um, We want to wish all of you a happy holidays. I encourage you all to listen to California Christmas Time from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend because it'll give you a very good idea of what winter time (laughs) and the holidays are like over here. But we want to thank you all and wish you all a happy holidays no matter what uh, holiday it is that you celebrate. Indeed. Happy holidays and to all a good night. Just a reminder, the content of this podcast is based on our own opinions and personal experiences and may not reflect the opinions and experiences of all Angelinos. Music by Leo Jackson. Artwork by Trevor D. Richardson. Additional research by Natalia Raymond. And edited by me, Kelsey Ryder. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Angelinos in Training and on Twitter at Angelinos Pod. Want us to cover a specific topic about LA? Email us at angelinosintraining at gmail.com. <laughs>